welcome to the porch. Pull up a chair, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Now here's your host, Michelle Barras and Brian Swanson. Hello there. Hello there, Mr. Man. How are you? My name I'm is Michelle Barras. And I'm Brian Swanson. We're Denim and Pearls. We are business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the porch. And today I'm actually in Orlando, Florida at the Ultimate Speakers Competition. Are you winning? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Outstanding. Today's the workshop day and then tomorrow's the is the actual competition. Oh, so they like train you to put you on stage? Uh not train us, but they're going through what what the process is and what we what message we really want to give. And then tomorrow uh -huh. we take the stage. Oh, well fun. All right. Well, let's get this done, get it over with so you can get back to work. Okay, what's the topic today? We're talking about gold. Everything that glitters is not gold. Well, no, that's not the topic. We're talking about perceived value, aren't we? Perceived value. Just because it says it's shiny and pretty and perfect doesn't mean it actually has value to it. Right. Well, you gave, well, I guess we should be doing our sponsors first, shouldn't we? Yes, we should, but I can't see any of them. That's all right. There's thank one. You, thank you so much to our sponsors. And if you are having any issues with your brain or having attention problems, anything that deals with your memory and brain, go to HarmonizeBrainCenters.com. And for all of your uh, screen printing and embroidery needs, go to Ink182.com. And you can put them on hats, jackets, you name it, bags. Think about it. You can do it. If you want any and when you need any swag for your business or your family of occasions, go to A Squared Promotions. That's A2Promos.com. And if you're interested in being a sponsor for Denim and Pearls, please go to Denim and, oh, I forgot one, but go to Denim and Pearls Podcast at gmail.com. For any of you outdoor events here in Colorado, go to LimeEvents.com. That's L-Y-M-Events.com. Yeah, because I don't have everything on here. I don't have the link on here no more on this page. Anyhow, so what brought this up is I was talking to a gentleman who was trying to decide what he should invest his money in, and the subject came down to gold, and it came down to Bitcoin. Oh. So once we started having a conversation, it was a matter of making a decision on whether he should invest in one or invest in the other, and that's not what our show's about. But what we're talking about is – where does gold get its value? Gold has had a high value ever since the beginning of time. They've traded in the Spaniard, you know, this in Spain, they've made gold bullion and all these other kind of good things. And it's always had a high value. Well, Bitcoin has come along and has kind of changed that a little bit. And it is becoming a perceived value that might be higher than gold. And I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying not, I'm not saying to invest in anything. But it's all the perception. Well, Brian, the perception, I mean, it's trade for trade. I mean, give for the dollar, our, the American bill, any, mm -hmm. any piece of paper, all it is is a piece of paper with words stamped on it. But there's a mm -hmm. perceived value between one piece of paper that has a one on it and then the other piece of paper that has a one, a zero, zero on it. They are exactly the same. There's value in them by what we're willing to trade for them. Exactly. So, so with your business, and then we're talking about perceived value, are you the dollar or are you the hundred? Yeah, and that, that's really where we're going with this because it's all in a matter of perception because, 
you know, if people decide that in our world, I mean, if you look at the new sci-fi movies and stuff like that, and the guy goes, I'm trading this for pack of smokes. And he goes to his wrist and he says, here's your money. Here's your bullion. Here's your Bitcoin. Here's your whatever they call it in the movie, right? It's a trade value of some sort. And you brought up a really good one here just re- or the other day, and that was about the rock and mm-hmm. what a rock is worth. So you want to give that little story? Well, the story about the rock is a little boy says, what's the value of my life? And he asks his father and his father says, take this rock and bring it to the market. So the little boy takes the rock to the market and he says, he just goes up and he holds the rock up to someone at the market. And the person at the market says, oh, I'll give you 10 bucks for it. So he goes oh, no, back. He, to- I had to hold up the number two. Yeah, he, he just does this. He just does this. Yeah. He never speaks. He just puts two fingers up and the guy says, I'll give you $2 for it. So the little boy runs back to his dad and says, I didn't say anything. I just put up a two and they gave me $2. They're going to give me $2. He says, okay, now take that same rock and go to where? Uh, we'll just skip ahead in the story and go up to the precious stone dealer. Okay, so he goes to another place and they offer him 20 And then he goes to another place and they offer him 200 Then he goes to an, uh, he goes to a rock place, 200 Then he goes to a precious jeweler. Jeweler, jeweler, jeweler. Right? Yes. Something like and that. He puts up two and the guy says, I'll give you $200,000 for it. It's a very precious rock. And so he goes back to his father and says, this man wants to give me $200,000 for this rock. And then the father's answer is, so now do you know what the value of your life is? And it's the same thing with your business. Are you running around offering something and you have great value to give, but the people you're offering that gift to, this, this service you give, only want to pay $2.00 you're in the wrong market. So what's the market you need that you need to find that will come to you because you're, you're marketing very well, that will be willing to give you your 200,000, your 2 million, whatever it is. I mean, we can even use like, we can even use like the baseball stadiums and stuff like that. We go, or a movie theater. I mean, come on, popcorn costs, how much to put together in a bag? Okay. It's like 30 cents. Maybe if you're lucky and that's with high inflation, to fill a giant thing full of popcorn. But a giant thing of popcorn is what, $15? But we still pay it because we perceive the value at the movie theater of that popcorn, that type of popcorn with that movie at $15 and we're willing to pay it. Well, and I want to point something out that, that, that Marcel wrote. She says, find the right market for your business. It's actually twofold. It's speak the right language for the people you want to draw towards your market. So it, it's more than just find your right market because a lot of people don't even know their market. As me, as a speaker, I went out and I was marketing to one particular group. And what happened was I was actually speaking the language to another completely different group. I didn't realize I wasn't speaking the language of the people I thought was my market. So right. you speak, speak your truth, speak what you want and then see who's coming and then change, uh, then target the demographic more. So it's twofold. Well, some of it also too. I mean, the part that I think the big part you're missing is the fact of what we think we're worth. Oh, that's the other part of it. If we're worth, if we think we're worth $20 an hour, we're worth $20 an hour. And when you advertise yourself at $20 an hour, you may or may not get it. And some people might not think you're worth $20 an hour, but some people might think you're just totally underpricing yourself. So you've got to find that balance. 
but if you're going to do that, why not look high first and well, let and those who perceive you pay that higher price? Well, one of the things uh, an advice that I got was either don't give them a number and say, how much are you willing or give them an astronomical number? And they do, whoa, either that's too much or whoa, that's it. Yeah. And, and, and so that's the bigger thing is don't. Yeah, but you're using the word. I, I got to interrupt you, though. You're using the word astronomical. That's per, that, again, that's perceived. No, I didn't say that. Give them a big number. And someone says, whoa, who are right. you, John Maxwell? Or they do. Oh, I, <laughs> I can give you this instead. They bring the number down. They will give you the number they are willing. Right. And so what I was getting at with this uh, perceived value thing is this is your business. We're talking business. After the break, we will talk about personal and life because that's a that's a whole nother set of value and what do you perceive in yourself. I'm talking well, about I, your business right now. Because of where you're at and what you're doing and you need to probably roll out, we should do this one short. So let's go ahead and cover that and then we'll just finish up with a commercial and call it a day at around the 15 minute mark. How's that? Oh, business is, business is business. This is our business. Okay. Hey, you know, whatever you perceive is important at this moment. <laughs> I've, I've got people in that room that are taking notes. I'm good. Okay, then. All right. So we, we, we talk about audience and we don't want to shortchange them by because I'm busy. This is oh, part you just of think business. you're good by telling them you love them, right? Yes. <laughs> this is part of our business. This is a service <laughs> that we provide to all of you. And if you're watching right now, please share the live link and, you know, Subscribe to our channel because that's what we're here for. I'm in Florida. He's in Colorado, right? When he was out in Indiana, I was in Colorado. We keep giving the value that we give no matter where we are in the world. We're here for you. Uh, Helene, Helene came on and she made a comment. I thought this was pretty interesting. I am who I was born to be and I know my worth. Yes. Good. A lot of people don't. A lot of people question exactly. their worth. And especially in business where um, you go out and you do, oh, but so-and-so is better at that than me. Or, oh, they've been in business a lot longer than me. I'm, I'm probably not as good. No, that's your inner critics. That's your self-doubt minimizing you. There are people who are waiting for your voice to say the same thing that they've heard from 15 other people. But because of your integrity, because of what your background is, they connect more to you. Don't sell yourself short. And I would agree with that because I've always said, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I know you're at a speaker's conference. I know you've done John Maxwell. I've done all of these other famous names. We won't go into everybody, of course. I've been to their conferences. I've spent the money. I've done all of this. And then suddenly one day I realized, you know what? They're all saying the same thing. It just depends on where you're at in the moment. And I'll give an ex a really good example of how that works. But it depends on where you're at in the moment. It depends on what you're hearing. And it depends on what you you retain. Yeah. So if you only retain, you know, they, they say when you listen to a speaker, you only retain like, what is it, 15% of whatever they say, you know, something like that. So if you're only retaining what you want to hear based on the individual you're listening to, and personalities and everything else, you may not hear the same thing. And you may not hear the same thing the second time you go around, you know, even time. with the same person. What's that? Or the fifth time. It's the thing about listening and communication. It's all about where your mental state is at the time. 
I could be in that room listening to the same thing every day. I mean, every, every year or whatever, and not hear the same thing because I'm tired at 10 o'clock when they normally say that one thing, or it's about before lunchtime. I mean, right. so even as, as a conference, they should shift when they give information because people are awake and more cognizant at different times. So it, it's, it's all okay. about perception of what you're hearing. And, and another, you know, another thing that I'm looking speakers, at speakers, we do so much. We do the same thing. We just tell different stories. Right. Well, one of the things I'm looking at is, and I'm going to use an extreme example here just for the, the man-woman concept. A, a, a gentleman may hear what a man says and retain more of what he's saying and pay more attention to what he's saying than he does to a woman. And the same way goes with a woman. A woman may listen to a man more or vice versa. It really doesn't matter. But they could say the exact same content. And if you don't want to listen to the man, you're not going to listen to the man. If you want to listen to the woman, you're going to hear the woman. You and know, that's all and about the perceived per, perceived um, value value of the person you're listening to at the time. You know, you, you you look at conferences, and you hear, I don't know, John Maxwell, or you know, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the other name. Ugh, I can't remember. Anyways, some big name. People are going to flock to them because the of the name guy. alone. <laughs> Whatever. They're going to flock to them, but they're going to say, I don't care what he's saying. He's in town or I don't care what she's saying. They're, they're in town. I'm going to go and I'm going to pay, you know, the thousand dollars to go to them for the two, for the day. And then you have another person who's up and coming just as not, if not better or whatever. And you do, Oh, Mary Smith. Uh, well, I don't know who that is. So I'll, I, I won't even pay 20 bucks. Oh, really? They're going to do it over lunch? I don't want to pay 20 bucks. When actually, Mary Smith is better than the person who's charging $1,000 and is going to give full value. And, but you don't know because of the name. You have to remember the John Maxwells and those other people were nobodies at some point in time. And people mm -hmm. gave them a chance to listen and went, hey, these, this person's good. And, oh, who's that Oprah lady? I don't know. She calls herself Oprah. That's a really weird name. And they let her go and they never watched them or whatever. And then one day you do, holy smokes, I had a chance to see them for 20 bucks, but I thought it was too much. Mm -hmm. Perceived perception. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I mean, we, we've talked about it before, buying the McDonald's at, you know, $10,000 buy-in back in 1968, 1971. Now you're looking at over a million dollars. Don't you wish you would have bought one in 1971? <laughs> yeah. so I would love to go to commercial early, so I really am only gone for 30 minutes. From the, from All right, the here we go. Thank you for joining us on the porch. We share the nuances and lessons we've garnered from throughout our combined 40 years of life experiences. Talk from the porch is always serious, but full of laughter. And we're glad you're here with us. Like, share with a friend, and please subscribe to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. And remember, join the conversation every Friday at noon Mountain Time. We'll see you on the porch. Welcome back. My name is Michelle Moross. And I'm Brian Swanson. And we are Denim and Pearls. We are business casual. With pearls of wisdom. I'm trying to find something on the screen here. <laughs> I'm in Orlando, Florida at a uh, Ultimate Speakers competition right now. And Brian's at home holding down the fort. And we were talking about perceived value. The, the topic today is gold. What do you see as value? 
earlier in the show, we talked about value from a business point of view. What do you think your product or service is worth? And that we tend to devalue what our product and service is worth. We loved it so much we got into it, but we think other people are going to look at us funny. So now we're going to switch to the relationship part. Oh, we are. Okay. Well, we first, a sec first off, um, I kind of like what um, Marcel says. It's like the brand game, just because someone wears it and uses them, etc. I would agree with that. I mean, who wouldn't want to own a pair of Air Jordan Nikes and stuff like that? Or uh, I know, but there's a lot of people who do. And we, it's just like Apple. We'll, we'll use an Apple computer versus a Windows computer, kind of a thing. You know, everybody's got their perception because somebody else uses it. Somebody in their circle uses it, and somebody says this is the best one. But sometimes we don't do our own evaluation of those things. I mean, I, I think maybe one time I told a story where, you know, uh, grandpa used Pennzoil oil in his car. Dad used Pennzoil oil in his car. And the son says, why do you guys use Pennzoil oil? Is it the best brand out there? Does it work the best? Does it have the best detergents in it? What is it? I don't know. Grandpa used it. Yeah, and the, the analogy, the, the thing I always use is, every every time grandma makes, every time grandma makes meatloaf, she always cuts the end off or something like that. Why do you make it that way? Have you heard that? No, I haven't heard that one. I've never heard of anybody do that. <laughs> Whenever grandma made, I want to say it's bread, she always cuts the end off. She always cuts the end off. And you're like, why do you always cut the end off and throw it off? And they're like, oh, it's tradition. You're supposed to do that. Blah 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 blah. And one day you go back to grandma and you say, why do you, why do you always cut the end off? She's so it fits in the bread box. <laughs> yeah, it has well, nothing to do with what it is. It's just how people perceive what it is. So well, that's like my, I don't eat the heel on a on a bread loaf of bread anyway. You know why I don't do it? Because you're going to get curly hair. No, I already got that if I let it grow longer. But um, Mom always said it kept the bread fresher. If you leave not, it in. In the package, if you don't use the end, and I've always done that, and there, every once in a while, I get down to those last two pieces, and I'm like, "Can I eat these?" <laughs> Let's get to gold and perceived value in relationships. I think it's very important because by talking about relationships, we talk about relationship with yourself and other people. I find this to be a very important thing because it doesn't only hit your your personal life, but it hits your business life. Because what your perceived value of what you're worth as a person, someone to love, someone to be a friend with, someone to have any kind of friendship with, if that perception is low and you want a successful business, they're not going to match. They have to match. You have to believe in your value. You are, like we said earlier, the rock. The rock. Either you can decide that you are not worthy for someone or other people or friendship, or you can decide that I'm a catch. I, I, I'm, I'm smart. I'm, you know, I'm good looking. I'm a, I'm, I'm really technical, whatever it is you want to say, find the value in you that you know you are worth loving. If you've been hurt in the past, you've got to realize that you can't control everyone. Remember there's three types of control in this world. There's my control, your control, or the other person's controlling God and the universe's control. Right. If you well, have some relationship where you've been hurt, I have to get this out for some reason, that where good. you've been hurt and someone says that you weren't good enough for them or they cheated on you or they left you, whatever the hell they did, that's their perception. 
That does not have to be your perception. You own who you are. As Helene said earlier, I am born to be, I, I, I am, yeah, I was born to be and I know my worth. Know who you are and own how beautiful and amazing you are and that you are the one who sets your value. Not anyone else who doesn't realize that they've got a freaking diamond in the rough, then that's their problem. Well, we were having that same conversation like two minutes before we went on air, weren't we? You know, if you look at the person you were with and somebody's looking at her as if they're not worth anything, she shouldn't feel bad. She should do exactly what you just said and go, well, heck with you. Bye-bye. No problem. Bye-bye. It's no big deal for me. If you can't see the diamond in me, I'm going to go find a jeweler who realizes what an amazing person I am, that kind of thing. So go find your jeweler. I can't say the word today. You know, find that jeweler that can see the diamond in you or, um, you know, the facets. You know, we're all diamonds. Well, howdy, Mike. You know, you I haven't seen Mike be- in a long time. <laughs> Someone who's willing to be there to see the light. Because remember, diamonds don't shine unless light shines in it, through it. Hmm? It doesn't, they don't shine. So if you're with someone who makes you feel dull and miserable, you're not shining. They're not worth it. Go to someone who appreciates who you are and the love that you bring to them and the, the, the benefit that they have of being with you so that you can shine your brightest. I'm very passionate about that. Can you tell? I was going to say, are you talking to me here or? <laughs> no, because you partnered with me in Denim and Pearls. So apparently you do appreciate who I am. Well, there you go. And I, and I appreciate you. You see? So that, that's different. Now, if we were coming on and you would say, yeah, Michelle's not all that bright, but, you know, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. <laughs> She's got I wonderful would, earrings. <laughs> that's great earrings. But, you know, if you did that kind of thing where you degraded me, that's someone taking, taking, blotting out the light. Get away from that person. You know, there's sometimes when you have thoughts run through your head that probably should never go through the microphone. (laughs) And I'm not going to say them. (laughs) Yeah, you can message those to me later. I'll find out and I can slap you when I get home. It was a conversation we had yesterday. (laughs) I don't remember yesterday. I don't remember yesterday at all. Oh, oh no! I guess it was the day before because yesterday you were flying. Yeah, yesterday we were flying all it was, day. It was, it was about your car and the headlights. Oh yeah! <laughs> Thanks for putting that back in my memory before I go on stage later. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, the discussion that I had, you know, I'm going to kind of go back, you know, to where we kind of started. Um, when I was having the conversation with this gentleman over the phone, he was in Japan and I was here, of course, we were talking about those values and we were coming up with tons and tons of different situations um, looking and you can take this and bring it into life as I go through it. But um, as we were going, you know, talking about these subjects, I was like, well, if you think about gold and where it's going to be, if you put on your tinfoil hat and the world comes to an end as we know it. Is something, you know, is is the electronic currency going to be worth anything because we don't have any computers? Is it going to be worth anything and gold is still there or vice versa? There won't be enough gold to go around because everybody's already got it hoarded. I mean, well, these are all the world, things. If the world comes to an end, food's going to be worth more than gold. 
Exactly. Or, you know, that chicken, we could go back to that day when the chicken, for you know, two chickens for a cow kind of thing. Again, it's a perceived value. And in some people's cases, I mean, I wouldn't trade two chickens for a cow. I mean, look at the size of it. Look at the amount of meat that there is. But somebody might not have had chicken for a couple of years. And they've had plenty of cow. So there could be a trade-off there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so values are always, always changing whether it's our personal values, I mean, because maybe we may run across somebody that says says something to us and we go, oh, wow, that's fascinating. I never thought of it like that. I don't know why I thought of it this way all of these years. You know, it, it could be tons of things can change to stop talking food. <laughs> it can always be something can change your mind. Something can influence you and your situation may change. I mean, we talked about it before in my story. I never lived, you know, in a rundown shack. I never had nothing, okay? I always had a good life. I've never seen failure where I've had to live in the streets or live out of a car or do anything like that. Can I relate? Yeah, but can I, or can I empathize? Yes, but can I relate? Probably not, okay? But my values, that if I was in that situation, might be different than those values that they are today because I've got the money to do what I want. But then again, there's another step there, too. I can't go out and buy a Lamborghini tomorrow. So just my, just my net worth or your net worth or anybody's net worth can make a difference on their perception in what you think is valuable or not valuable. You know, um, we were talking about that oh, here a few months ago about a haircut. You know, a $20 haircut versus a $300 haircut. And the person I was talking to was like, a haircut's a haircut and $20 is ridiculous. Why in the world would I ever pay $300? Well, because, because what? No, I said it's perceived value. I mean, I'm thinking I, I used to work with the outreach ministry and there are a lot of people who have no money at all to eat. But the perceived value of a iPhone at $1,000 was worth them putting the payments on it for the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. It's all perception. A phone is a phone is a phone. But perception is, I like this phone more than that one. A shoe is a shoe is a shoe. Yeah, but I really like this. Well, then that's your perception. That's your value. Then then you go for it. You know, it, it's all about what you see and what you value and your background. So when you are out there with your business or your service or in the dating world or in a marriage that's rocky or relationship that's rocky, it all comes down to what do you believe you're worth? What do you really believe? Does. Yeah, it has nothing else but what do you put in value? I mean, I mean, a good, another good example, too, is the clothes that you wear. I mean, we talk about in business, we talk about put the power suit on. You put a power suit on and you feel mighty. I feel in charge. I feel like I'm the one as opposed to a pair of shorts and a T-shirt. You know, you don't have that strength and power because of the way that you look in a shorts and T-shirt versus a tuxedo or, you know, a ball gown or whatever. But just that little thing can change what we perceive of ourselves, at least for a short time. But why can't we keep that, that thought process of what we think about ourselves all the time? Some of us do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All about how you truly feel about yourself. And that's why, that's why I coach what I coach. It's stop apologizing for what you're not. 
Embrace who you are. And if you don't like what you are, who you are, or your level of education, work on it. Build you, the best version of you, every day. And then that way you can be unapologetic about who you are and what you do. And then when you feel that comfortable inside of your skin, you're, you're, you're unapologetic and you're powerful because it doesn't matter what the outside world says. You know your value. That's a big part of my coaching. And that's why we talk about these kind of things on Denim and Pearls. Brian and I want all of you, you listening right now, to realize it's all up to you. You I mean, haven't done this in a while. You haven't. That <laughs> you. If, if you're not, if it's you right there, not you, you. Oh, no, and you too. You matter. Don't let anyone treat you less than you are. You are amazing, wonderful, and beautiful. You are making yourself and growing yourself every day. Just by watching Denim and Pearls, you're up-leveling. It's called, I'm listening to someone who's teaching me something and I'm willing to learn. That's up-leveling. That's how small a change is every day. Listen to a podcast, read a quote, do an affirmation, say a prayer, whatever it is that makes you realize that you mean something in this world and that you have a purpose, that's uplifting, up-leveling, uplifting, and will make a difference every day in your world. Don't take less than who you are from anyone. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Helene. I was going to say, say who that was for. She just jumped on. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Aaron, you got to rewind that and hear it all. Yeah, she's in the conference. That's the whole thing. Do not take less than you are. And if someone cannot appreciate who you are and they don't see it, that's their problem. Exactly. Yes. Good job, Marcel, for taking a nap. You've got to take care of yourself. Keep that energy up. For sure. Have we run through everything? We want to do a quick recap? Sure, go ahead. Okay. You're on a roll today. I, I'm I'm fired up. I'm I'm about to do an ins I'm about to do a storytelling thing with inspiration. So my brain is going really quick. So rundown of what we just talked about. The topic today was gold. Gold has no value. It is a rock. Pretty much. We as individuals have put a price on the rock because it's beautiful and it's shiny. Well, guess what? We're all rocks. And depending on who we bring ourselves into the presence of, we can either have people who kick us on the ground and don't appreciate who we are, or someone who's going to polish us up, hold us on a pedestal and do, my goodness, it's the most, this is the most beautiful, amazing person I've ever met or, or service or product I've ever, ever come across. Find the people who hold that in value, not the one who kicks the rock around. You are precious. You must own that. Be that. And look at there. And sometimes you feel really rough and sometimes you feel terrible and sometimes you're tired. You're still valuable. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Your value is always very high. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. This was a valuable day. <laughs> you wait till I'm on stage tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Anything else before we shut her down? Um, thank you so much. I couldn't think of a song to sing or I would have sang one. And uh, I can't. How's the weather in Orlando? It is hot. 
and you're muggy. You're supposed to say it's wonderful because you're in the air conditioning. No, it's warm in here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like thunder, lightning, yeah, a little bit of it's frightening. You got to knock, knock, knock on wood because it was thundering and storming last night. So uh, I forgot my glasses in the room. Peace out. Peace. See you all next week. Stay tuned for Denim and Pearls. Please share this with your friends. And um, we'll see you Friday around noon next week. Until then, be well. Peace.